the Superintendent Radio Network. I'm Kyle Brown. When California superintendents have to talk about cutbacks and efficient water usage, it's tough. But when the conversation comes around to effluent water sources and whether or not water will be available at all, it gets even worse. And that's why we're talking to Todd. Todd Lyon from Diablo Country Club in Diablo, California. Todd's working with his local water agency for a huge undertaking to answer the water question for Diablo's future. And started mostly because they were tired of waiting for someone else to do something. I mean, we're 100% reliant upon potable water, which comes from East Bay mud. That's the East Bay Municipal Utility District. When Todd came on the seat in 1998, they were already talking about when reclaimed water would be available. Give us 20 years to build the infrastructure, they said. For the first 10 years, that was kind of like our hope. Come 10 years later, 2007, 2008, they weren't any closer to delivering the uh, reclaimed water to us than they were in 1998. So we basically, as a club, we have to look at other solutions as an insurance policy for a steady supply of water for the golf course forever. They tried digging wells, but nothing looked viable. They studied stormwater capture, but even in a normal rainfall year, that only covered a few months of watering in the summer. So we're like, well, okay, let's go to plan C now. We have to find a reliable source somehow of reclaimed water for the golf course. And that's kind of what started the idea about building our own reclaimed water plant on site. Here's the plan. Diablo works with a water consultant to build a water treatment plant near the course, which would be hooked up to sewage water lines and pumped a few miles back up to the golf course. There, the water gets treated at the plant and used on the course. The sewer district, who we would get the water from, loved the idea initially right from the get-go because I would say about half of their water they basically treat it their plant and then they just dump it right into the bay. So there's really, there's a lot of wastewater that's being treated and then just dumped into San Francisco Bay without providing it to golf courses, parks, or whatever. So they were like, wow, this is a great idea. We, we're on board. In fact, the district is treating Diablo like a pilot program, taking care of most of the work for laying the pipe to get the wastewater to the plant. Having them on board with that, you know, is huge. I mean, it, it wouldn't be half if they weren't. Realistically, we go all in two and a half years from now, two years from now, whenever that may be when we finish this project. We're all 100% using reclaimed water on the golf course. I shouldn't say 100%. We're going to have um, a separate line for potable water for our greens. We, so we would have you know, whatever, 95% effluent water and 5% potable water on the golf course. I don't think anything less than that would be acceptable or worth the effort involved in all the stuff we're doing now to develop the project. All of this is still a few years out, but if the project comes together, it would be a big step for Diablo and a good test case for California golf in general. Diablo's consultant tells Todd the plant could possibly pay for itself in 10 years. That would be good PR to show them that say, you know what, golf courses aren't water wasters, golf courses aren't toxic wastes. We're actually taking a finite resource that we were using a lot of and giving it back to whoever needs it, and we're taking something that was basically treated and thrown into San Francisco Bay, and we're actually using it on the golf course. But the biggest pressure isn't from whether or not the projects will happen. Todd sees it coming from a different crowd, the membership some of whom just want to come out, play golf on green turf, and go home without thinking about the water involved. They've been receptive to some education in converted native areas, but it could be rougher with an extended project, even with a big payoff. Todd's board wasn't exactly jumping at the chance to change originally either. That is, until something forced the issue. 
to me as a superintendent, my job is to tell the board of directors and the Greens Committee what's going on with the water situation. And it's really up to them to say whether or not, you know, okay, let's let's really go at this 100% or out of sight, out of mind. Mm. Well, let's well let's just keep our fingers crossed that it's better age again next year and everything will be okay. Does that make sense? You know, I, I knew the importance of it, and, and I think everyone else knew the importance of it. But when push came to shove, you know, I was like, well, let's just uh, let's just try to ride the storm out. That was back in '07 and '08, and then we've had below average rainfall from previous three years. Water cost helped to drive the discussion as well, since in the last eight years, Todd's water cost has gone up about $2 per 100 cubic feet. But even with the skyrocketing price, Todd says they probably would have pushed back the issue for another day once again if the weather had cleared up. Cost definitely played a part in getting this ball rolling as well. As a super, which do you think is the one that that pushed the board over the edge? Uh, It was the drought that pushed it over the edge. For Todd, waiting around for a deep drought to start the conversation wasn't enough. But time's on the side for this argument, he says. If a courses board isn't talking about water availability issues now, they will be soon. There's going to be another drought. You know, there's no question about that. And everyone should be cognizant of that and be prepared for that. Really, after the first year in 2011, that was really was kind of the spark that got all the membership or the board of directors attention and said, all right, we need to really start thinking about this seriously now because we can't just keep crossing our fingers every winter and hope that we get a bunch of rain. You've been listening to the Superintendent Radio Network, the podcast of Golf Course Industry Magazine, a production of GIE Media. I've been your host, Kyle Brown. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes or the SRN page of golfcourseindustry.com. Talk to us at srn at gie.net or at GCI Magazine on Twitter. Thanks for listening.